Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. Hey, we're not insiders here. We're just Rams fans that love talking about our L.A. Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. It's going to be a very busy few days at Rams up here. Hey, Les Snead and Sean McVay are going to be pretty busy too. I'm going to try to stay one step ahead of them if that's possible. I'll be posting on the YouTube channel and in a forthcoming podcast my predictions for the Rams 53-man roster. I will get that out before the Rams get their roster out. A lot of fun stuff happening First thing I wanted to do right now is recap this ugly loss to the Broncos, 41 to nothing. I thought 34 to 17 two weeks in a row was bad. This was pretty dismal. But take it for what it is. A bunch of second and third stringers 
trying to prove their case. Although there were a few guys that I did not expect to see out there playing late into the fourth quarter, which makes me wonder, maybe I penciled some guys in onto this 53-man roster a little prematurely. I'll get into that probably tomorrow a little bit right now. What were the eight things I hoped to see in this game? I hit on a few of them. The first thing I asked for, it was kind of a no-brainer. Probably shouldn't have included this. No Alaric Jackson and no Steve Avila. Check and check. Neither of them set foot on the field. And giving Sean McVay's track history with such matters should have expected that. But I was surprised they played last week, so there's that. The second thing I wanted to see, I was tremendously disappointed on this one. I was hoping for a 45-yard field goal from our rookie kicker, Tanner Brown. And he rolls out there for a 39-yarder. And I'm thinking, this will satisfy me. Hit this, baby. And we roll into Seattle with a kicker that I can count on. And he yanks it left. And my special assistant, who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous. He reviewed that play and he said the laces were true. It wasn't the hold. It was the kicker. So that's something we have to worry about. And don't be surprised. And I'll talk about this when I do my roster cut tomorrow. Don't be surprised if Tanner Brown is on that 53-man roster, but then is subsequently released for somebody else, maybe someone a little more proven. Really wished he had hit that kick. The third thing I wanted to see, I've been saying the Rams are going to carry five cornerbacks and five safeties, and I know who the four cornerbacks are, although one of them got ejected from the game, and I know who the four safeties are. I wanted a couple of guys to separate themselves, and maybe they did, and I'm going to say Cameron McCutcheon and Quindell Johnson both had their moments. Robert Rochelle... He may be done here. He had a couple good plays, but he struggled a little bit at times. And there were a few other guys. Jordan Jones made that horrible play in the end zone for the pass interference. So kind of a partial on this one. I don't think Cameron McCutcheon and Quindell Johnson necessarily stamped their name on the roster, but they did play well. The fourth thing I wanted, how about some early pressure on the quarterback from Nick Hampton? There were a couple times where he did get some pressure, but didn't satisfy me. still have hopes this guy's going to be a good edge rusher, but for now, I think he's going to be relegated to special teams. So I'm not going to say that question was answered. And neither was the fifth one. I wanted to see improved kick coverage. Well, hey, we had one kickoff because we scored zero points. And I wanted to see an improved return game. Didn't really see that either. The sixth thing I wanted to see, hey, I wanted to see a bunch of Zach Evans. Now, this is a dilemma. The announcers were arguing that the Rams are going to carry three running backs. And I disagree. I think there's going to be four. If there were three, we don't need to have this discussion. The three are going to be Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, and Ronnie Rivers. feel very strongly about that. But they're going to carry four. Prove me wrong, less need come Monday. But I think there's going to be four. And I originally had Zach Evans ahead of Royce Freeman. Starting to second guess myself, Zach Evans didn't really show a lot. 
went down on first contact in most cases, didn't show a lot of elusiveness or power. Royce Freeman, you know, he's going to bring the power. You know, he's going to bring the hammer in short yardage situations. So maybe it's Royce Freeman. I haven't made up my mind. I'm going to sleep on it. And the last two things I wanted to see hit on both of these, and these were just for fun, just feel-good stories. I wanted a dresser win to Braxton Burmeister pass completion, and we got two. We got two for 15 yards total. I was very happy to see that. And I wanted to see Mike McAllister finish this preseason having taken every snap from center for the Los Angeles Rams, and he did. This guy's a warrior. He's a martyr. He deserves a medal. Coleman Shelton and Brian Allen take a seat for the entire preseason. Mike McAllister will take care of business while you guys sit on the sideline and save yourselves for that opener against Seattle. So kudos to fireman Mike McAllister. He deserves it. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. I'll be back in a second with some additional takeaways from this final preseason game of 2023. from Rams up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Some final thoughts on this game, some major takeaways, and then I'm going to wrap things up with the questions I have, the things I'm going to have to sort through between now and about noon tomorrow as far as who is going to be on this 53-man roster. First takeaway, Ethan Evans is the real deal. Six punts, 53-plus average, Pin the Broncos back a couple of times. This guy's the real deal. I'm predicting right now, future Pro Bowl punter. This was a solid seventh round draft pick. Tanner Brown. He will be on this 53-man roster, but don't be surprised if come Wednesday morning, he was released for someone else. I was hoping this game would help me sort through a lot of roster decisions trying to predict what Sean McVay and Les Snead are thinking. This game didn't help much. It really didn't. Just a weird game, really tough game to evaluate players. Or, in a lot of cases, you're going to evaluate them, but you're not going to like what the grade sheet says. Let's go through each position group and figure out what questions need to be answered. At quarterback, does Brett Ripien stick? The reason I'm asking that question is Stetson Bennett's going to be on this roster, but he might not be ready for prime time. And I'm not sure Brett Ripien at this point is a lot better than John Wolford or Bryce Perkins. And then you have a guy like Will Greer in Dallas who tears it up in the final preseason game, looking like a starting NFL quarterback, I know, probably against scrubs. But the Cowboys have already told them they're releasing him since they traded for Trey Lance. Brett Ripien or Will Greer, I ask you, who would you rather have right now? At running back, if the Rams carry four running backs, is it Royce Freeman or Zach Evans? At tight end, Hunter Long is apparently healthy. They activated him. 
hasn't played all preseason. I can't imagine they're not going to keep Davis Allen, one of their top performers of the preseason. So what did they do with Hunter Long? I was penciling in three tight ends, and then I hear this Hunter Long news. What do you do with him? Sneak him onto the practice squad, perhaps. The offensive line. Okay, the top five guys. Keep on hearing it from the announcers two weeks in a row now. It's Jackson, Avila, Allen, Noteboom, and Havenstein. Possibly Shelton instead of Allen. But still doesn't change the top seven. Add in Shelton and Ankrum. There's your top seven. Jackson, Avila, Allen, Noteboom, Havenstein, Shelton, and Ankrum. Not a bad group. Now, they're going to carry at least eight, possibly nine. Does Logan Brass and or Zach Thomas and or Warren McClendon make this team? I assumed Warren McClendon would. He was a little shaky in this Bronco game, though. But I still think they keep him, probably. Logan Brass, did they move on from him? I don't know. I really don't know. I think they'll keep him. And then there's Zach Thomas. And if you were to ask me, of these three, who would I feel most comfortable with plugging into the offensive line if we had to? And it'd be Zach Thomas ahead of both these guys, ahead of both of the draft picks. It would be Zach Thomas putting him ahead of Grant Miller, another guy that's played well for the most part. On the defensive line, if you roll a three-man front out there, I assume it's Aaron Donald, Bobby Brown, and Jonah Williams. They're listing Kobe Turner as a nose tackle. Do you put him in there instead of Bobby Brown? Man, that's an awfully light nose tackle. I think it's going to be more of a case of Donald Brown and Jonah Williams with Turner rotating in. Why do I say Jonah Williams? I think he's beat out Marquise Copeland. Copeland in the game in the fourth quarter. So I'm thinking Jonah Williams. Ernest Brown. Deshaun Johnson, that's going to be one of the more difficult groups to sort through. And the position group that concerns me the most, along with a lot of other people I know. And don't count out Laurel Murchison quite yet either. And then there's the edge. Byron Young, Michael Hoyt, neither of them played. We know they are in. Then there's Zach Van Valkenburg, Daniel Hardy. Keir Thomas, and Nick Hampton. They're not all going to make it. They're not all going to be on this 53-man roster. Another thing I have to sort out before I present my 53-man roster. Two groups that I think are pretty well set. Wide receiver, I got seven guys penciled in. And inside linebacker, I got three guys. The Rams are going to roll with three. So we'll be back on Sunday. Lots of stuff dropping on the YouTube channel. I'll drop the 53-man roster sometime tomorrow. And you can follow along on YouTube as I make those decisions, as I cut down graphically from 88 players to 53 players. It's going to be painful, probably going to be wrong in a few spots, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Check that out tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, our handle.
handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe, Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.